Blog Talk Radio. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continue, continually be in my mouth. Psalms 34 and 1. You just tuned in to Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry here on Block Talk Radio. We are here every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Call a neighbor, call a friend, text them, email them, tweet them, hit them up on Facebook, and let them know that we're on the air live. We want to welcome our listeners to the service today, whether by web or by phone. We are so glad that you chose to be with us today. And we just hope and pray that you will continue to follow this ministry, connect to this ministry, stay connected to this ministry here on Block Talk Radio. I am your ministry and host, Minister Elaine Jackson, and we just want to say thank you for supporting this ministry, being a part of what God is doing with this ministry we're going to go ahead and open up the prayer line. If you need prayer, you can press the 1, and we will bring you in for prayer. Amen. We're going to ask that you give your prayer request and your location because we like to know what part of the world that we are touching with the gospel. We ask that you do not give your name um, because we are a worldwide ministry, and people listen from all over the world. So, you never know who's listening, so we don't want you to put your business on Front Street. And if you need additional prayer, you can just inbox me there on uh, Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry on Facebook, and you can inbox me there, or you can inbox me as well on Messenger. Amen. At this time, if you need prayer, you can press the 1, and I will bring you in for prayer. Amen. Just thanking God for another day. Just thanking God that we're still here. We always got something to be thankful for, to thank God for just for life, the breath of life, just waking us up and starting us on our way, that we have everything that we need. Um, There's always something to say, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you for your grace and your mercy. I thank you for your loving kindness towards me. So we always have something to be thankful for. So we ought to have a grateful and a thankful heart unto the Lord. Amen. Amen. See anybody with their hand raised for prayer. So we're just going to keep it moving. Amen. To God be all of the glory. Lord, we just give you praise and honor and glory. We magnify your name. We give you the highest praise of hallelujah. Lord, we thank you that you're God that can do all things but fail. God, we believe you, and we stand on your word, God. We know that you're able to perform what you say you can do in your word and by your spirit. Lord, we just give you all glory and honor, O God, for you are worthy to be praised. And we praise you each and every day that you have allowed us to see. We praise you even in the ups and the downs. We praise you, God, for meeting all of our needs, O God. And we pray right now, Father, for all those under the sound of my voice, whatever need that they may have, O God, we ask you to supply it right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, sometimes we think we need one thing, but that's not what we really need. So we ask you, Father, to meet the need by your will, Lord, that we will have what we need when we need it 
and it will always come on time. For you're never too late and you're never too early. You're on time, God. We ask you to be our light in our darkness. We ask you to be our strength when we're weak. We ask you to comfort us when we're mourning or we're tired and we're weary. Don't let us get weary and well-doing, oh God. Lord, we thank you, and we pray for new strength for your people, oh God. We ask you to have mercy upon thy people, oh God, all around the nation. Have mercy upon thy people, oh God. Help us and hear our prayer, oh Lord. Make haste, oh God, and deliver thy people, oh God, from whatever is coming against the people, oh God in the land. Lord, we thank you that you're able to keep us in these last and evil days, oh God. We ask you to guide our footsteps in the direction that you have us to go, oh God. Help us to stay on the right path, on the narrow road, oh God. There's many on the broad road, but it's very few travelers on the narrow road. And so, Lord, we just thank you right now for keeping us in our right mind. Let us walk in the soundness of your mind, not in fear of what's going on in this world. For your word declares you have not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and love and a sound mind. Let us walk in faith. Let us talk in faith. Let us live our life in faith. Let us walk and live in love, loving ye one another, and the brother ones in the household of faith. Let us do good to those in the household of faith. Help us, O Father, to love those that trespass against us. Bless our enemies, Father. O Father, we just give you praise. Give us our daily bread, O God, and let thy kingdom come in our lives, O God. Your kingdom come. Your will be done in our life, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, for your holy word, God, that brings forth healing and deliverance in the lives of your people. We give you praise and honor and glory, and we call it done. In Jesus' name, amen. To God be all of the glory. What a mighty God that we serve, that he's able to do all things but fail us. He is a wonderful God. Yes, he is. The message today will come from Luke, amen, Luke, the 23rd chapter, Luke, the 23rd chapter, and the word of God reads, and Pilate, when he had called together the chief priests and the rulers and the people, said unto them, ye have brought this man unto me as one that perverts the people, and behold, I, I having examined him before you, have found no fault in this man touching those things whereof you accused him. No, nor yet Harold, for I sent you to him. And lo, nothing worse of death is done unto him. I will therefore chasten him and release him. For of the necessity he must release one unto them at the feast. And they cry out all at once away with this man and release unto us Barabbas, who for a certain tradition made in the city for and for murder was cast into prison. 
Pilate therefore willingly to release Jesus spoke again to them. But they cried, saying, Crucify him, crucify him. And he said unto them the third time, Why, what evil have he done? I found I have found no cause of death in him. I will therefore chasten him and let him go. And they were with loud voices requiring that he might be crucified. And the voices of them and of the chief priests prevailed. And Pilate gave sentence that it should be as they required. And he released unto them him that for sedition and murder was cast into prison, whom they had desired. But he delivered Jesus to their will. Amen. We're going to stop reading right there, but we want to encourage you to go back and read the entirety of the chapter. Amen. And then we want to encourage you, you can also read it in the other four Gospels as well. And the message title today will is Put on Trial. Put on Trial. Pilate said unto them, Why? What evil has he done? I have found no cause of death in him. And Pilate wanted to release Jesus. He said, I find no fault in him. You know, sometimes in life, and especially when you're doing the work of ministry, as we see Jesus here, he was doing the work of ministry. He was doing, going around doing good. He was not doing evil things. He was not a criminal. He was a, a man of God. He was doing the work of ministry. He was uh, going forth healing, delivering people. They were being healed of, of sickness and disease. Devils were being cast out. All many things he was doing in his time of doing ministry. But yet, he was put on trial. And he was put on trial, I believe, because the religious leaders, and I could say church folk, uh, his accusers had accused him of doing something that he had not done. They had gathered together. They had whispered together against him. And as he was doing his work of ministry, um, he had many people that were sent to see what he was doing and reporting back. And I know a lot of times, you know, when you're doing ministry, you're going to have, just what Jesus had, you're going to be put on trial. People are going to put you on trial. You're going to have accusers. And they, your own family may be your accuser. You'll have church folks. You'll have your so-called friends. You may have co-workers. You may have people that even fall in your ministry. They will put you on trial. Do you know that your life is on trial every day? You know, in this day and time, somebody on trial, or they call a male factor, that means somebody had committed a crime. And so today, you know, in our trial system, they say innocent, but you're innocent and it, until you're proven guilty of the crime. And so you have a judge and you have a jury and, and you, have, um, you have your attorneys or lawyers that represent, you know, the party. And so here in this time, they had to go before the king. And then you had all the ones, the, um, the kings, and then you had the religious leaders, and then you had the people. And they decided, you know, kind of what, what, what happened to that person. Well, in this case, Jesus was innocent, but yet 
he was put on trial. Now, he was put on trial for doing good now. He, he, he wasn't doing that thing wrong. He was doing good. And that's why uh, Pilate said, I, I can't find no thought in him. I don't see no reason that he must die because I don't see nothing wrong with him. To Pilate, he was an innocent man, but to those who was against him. You know, and I can say it this way, and as I tell the story, the religious leader, I believe, were really ended and jealous of Jesus' ministry. Because in his ministry, people were following him by the thousands because of what he was doing. The people, when they went to his ministry, when they went before Jesus, they were healed. That's why I always say you can't come to Jesus and not be healed for real. And so they, 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 Jesus was more, had more compassion for the people and loved the people where the religious leaders, the scribes and the Pharisees and um, the high priest and the chief priest, uh, back in those days, that he they were really innocent. Pilate knew that you know they just in they're they're bringing him unto me and putting him on trial just because they are envious of his work. And and they, I believe that they had a fear that if they didn't stop Jesus, then everybody would be going to them and their church doors would be open, would be closed because everybody would be going to Jesus because they were trying to be healed. You know, when when we've been put on trial, you know, when you look at ministry, you know, it's a lot that goes into ministry. And this is an example to us in the word of God is that we will be put on trial. Our faith will be tried. Our life will be tried. Somebody's always watching you to see what you're going to do, how you're going to do. They will put you on a trial, and they'll they'll prepare a table for you. Your enemies will prepare a table for you and put you on trial. See, Jesus was put on trial. He was an innocent man. They sent it to Harold. Harold, he didn't want to do anything with it because he wanted to know who Jesus was because he had heard so much about Jesus. So he wanted to hear, so he couldn't find no fault in him at all. And that's and, and the same thing. He couldn't find no fault. But the ones that found the, found the fault in Jesus falsely accused him. He was doing the right thing. So sometime in life you will be doing the right thing, but people will accuse you of doing the wrong wrong thing. Uh, like my pastor would say, you're trying to do something right, and they they turning around your enemies or those who are envious of you and jealousy of you. That's a bad spirit, a jealous spirit, and an envious spirit. Cause they almost do anything to get somebody. But my pastor would say that he would say that you're trying to do good, and somebody will come and turn it around and make it look evil when you are doing a good work. You are doing a good work. Continue to do the good work. As apostles would say, stay on the wall and do the good work. Yeah, they're going to put you on trial. Yeah, they're not going to like you. Yeah, they're not going to like your ministry. But you stay on the wall and you continue to do the work. Yeah, they're going to attack your ministry. If you're truly doing the work of God and you're truly called and sent by him to do the work, you will be put on trial as Jesus was put on trial. One thing about Jesus was Jesus did what he was supposed to do for the Father. And he knew every man's heart. It wasn't fooling him. But he, they knew he knew every man's heart. 
And as he stood there, you know, one thing, one of the gospels, they said Jesus never said a word. He kind of just remained silent, even though, you know, Pilate was asking him questions and telling him what he could do and all this kind of stuff and what he had power to do. But at the end of the day, Jesus was still the son of God. And so they were going around just saying, Jesus, he said he claimed to be the Christ. He claimed to be this. He claimed to be that. And they were making all kinds of uh, false accusations against Jesus. And here he was in front of Pilate on trial. You know, just like today, you know, you have uh, people today and our judicial system that may not have even committed a crime, but they're serving time. And they're serving somebody else's time. They they're they're not guilty of what they're uh, what they have been accused of, and and many people have died on death row, and they've never committed a crime. But you know the evidence. You know our justice system is if you're proven guilty, then you're given by whatever evidence that the the prosecutors have or whatever they have that prove that you're guilty. But that don't necessarily mean that you really they were really guilty. And in Jesus' case, he was not guilty. He was an innocent man. He had no sin. Even though he became sin for the world, he he was he had no sin. It was no fault in him. He was not guilty as charged. And so, you know, Pilate, you know, Pilate was like, you know, I know I'm going to pray for everybody. These people kind of go, what's wrong with him? This man, it's nothing wrong with him. This is a just man. And, and yet they put him on trial, and, and, and they, they, they mocked him, and they did many things to him once Jesus was released unto the people. And they wanted the criminal to go free. You know, like today, we see now in today's world that evil things are good. When people do, that's good now. But when somebody do something good, they Nobody cares nothing about that. They make good, evil, not, and evil is good. Come on with that. And people who are doing good, who are living right, trying to do right, trying to do the thing right, those are the people that are put on trial. The innocent. You know, and I, I can I'll tell you, like when uh, Pilate, in one of the other gospels, he was saying, I'm, I'm, he just was warning, he said, I'm washing my hands. I'm washing my hand of this. This is innocent blood. I find no fault in him. And so he did go ahead and release him unto them to do as they wanted him to be killed, you know. And many times today, you know, as I said earlier, you got to stay on the wall. You got to keep on doing the work because you're going you're gonna to have that. That's, that's, it's just a part of doing the work, and we see that when Jesus was doing the work, if you read the word of God, you will see how they came against Jesus. They came against other prophets in the word of God when they were doing the work. Somebody always questioned who you are, but Jesus was not guilty. And one of the, the gospels said, what is the truth? You know, Jesus is the truth. He was the truth. He was he was the way, and everything that he did for the people, it was truth. It was it was healing. It was deliverance in his ministry. There was much healing going on, and you know Jesus walked in the way of God as a man upon the earth, and he did the work. And so we have to realize that that we will go through many things, but. 
We got to know that God is always with us. If he's called us to it, he will make a way. There was no evil in Jesus. There was no darkness in him. He had done nothing wrong, yet he was falsely accused. You know, I say sometimes, that's how you know when you're really doing the work of God. You're doing some good work. Because the enemy would not be worried about you if you were not doing a good work. My pastor would say, a dog don't bark at a car that ain't going nowhere. It barks when you are going somewhere. And you notice if you ride down the road, you'll see a dog chasing a car that's moving. He ain't chasing anything that's moving, that's not moving. And so we have to realize that when we are doing the work of God, if Jesus went through the thing and he was put on trial, we will be put on trial. It might not be in a court of law, but it might be just where you are. It could be in your church house. It could be it could be many things. It could be in, it could be in your church house. It could be on your job. It could be in anything that you do. You can put on trial. Your face is on trial every day. Somebody is always watching you. Somebody's always watching you. Just as they was watching Jesus, they are watching you. So we got to get it right and know that that when we are doing the work, that there will always be an accuser. There will always be somebody that's going to step up against your ministry. And you just have to realize and go on and do what you have to do for God. Stay on the wall. Don't don't get, stay focused on what you're doing. And even if they put you on trial, be like Jesus. Just don't, don't say that. There's some things you don't even have to answer. You don't have to give an answer to everything. You know, Jesus was a powerful man of God in his day. He was mighty in his work. He was going about doing the Father's business. But these religious leaders, but these church folks, these uh, chief priests, they put him on trial. And then they just caused the riot. You know, and, and, and the word of God, asked, Jesus asked Pilate in the word of God, he said, how do you know me? In other words, he really didn't know Jesus. He said, um, hmm, I'm going to paraphrase Do you know of me? Or did somebody tell you about me? You know, sometimes people will put you on trial, not because they know you, and they may hate you, and they don't even know nothing about you. But they went by what they heard. They don't know nothing about you. Pilate really didn't know nothing about Jesus. Harry had heard about Jesus and wanted to see him or meet him. But they really didn't know the man named Jesus. They heard of him. So sometimes you're going to have people that just uh, heard of you through somebody else and, and heard a bad word about you or a negative thing about you. Don't mean it's true, but somebody spoke that word. They don't even know you. But yet they're against you and they're working against you. you know, so, and they will do it. We see it in the word of God, how they work against Jesus. They plotted against Jesus. They rather a prisoner to be released who was guilty. Now, Barabbas was guilty of a crime. He was guilty. 
of the crime. But yet they wanted him released. And then they had the nerve, y'all, to say crucify him. Crucify him. How was it now? He ain't did nothing to be crucified for. They said they wanted him crucified. You know, something, you know, like when Jesus was healing and, and doing the different things that he, he was doing, you know, sometimes people would take the words, your words that you speak, and, and make it out evil. And, and it's not evil at all. And he was healing the people. That's what's supposed to be going on in the ministry today. What Jesus was doing in his day, in ministry, is what we should be doing today. We should be preaching the gospel. We need to be preaching it worldwide. People should be getting healed, delivered, and set free. They should find comfort. You know, they should be able to go into a church house, a brick, a brick and mortar, and receive words of healing and deliverance. They shouldn't come in the church the same, come in the church one way and then go out the same way they came. Something wrong with that. And since even in this day, that's a scene like it was to me, because they didn't even want Jesus to even heal like on a Sunday. They had a problem with everything. If some people around you, they're going to put you on trial every day, and they're going to find something wrong with what you do every day. They're putting you on trial every day. See what you're going to do. Is what Going to see where your God at. They think you ain't got no God. But I come to tell you, you got a God that helps you, going to help you. They gonna help. He's going to help you if you follow his instructions and do as you're supposed to do for God. we got to do the work of God. What if nobody says amen? What if nobody follows your ministry? What if people tell you you're not called? What if people say that you, your ministry ain't nothing? What if people drive up against your ministry? What are you going to do? Are you going to stop doing the ministry? Are you going to be shaking in your boots? Are you going to be running? Are you going to try to satisfy people? Are you going to try to satisfy people instead of God? Are you going to please God? Because they will put you on trial. And they will put you on trial every day. The devil will put you on trial every day. And you got to be ready. You got to be ready when he comes. You got to be ready. You got to know who you are in God. You're going to have to stay on the wall like Apostle said. Don't you come down off of that wall. Don't you come down off of the wall. You stay on that wall. You keep doing your good work. If nobody says amen, God sees your work. So you got to keep doing the work. Don't stop doing the work. Stay focused on Jesus. They're going to put you on trial. Yeah, they're going to say stuff about your ministry. Because when I first saw it, it did the same thing to me. And don't worry about your size or your ministry or none of those things. Do what God has told you to do in ministry. And stay in your lane. Stop getting at other people like, stay in your lane. I see so many people getting in other folks' lane. Why you all over there in somebody else's lane? That ain't your lane. Get in your lane. Do what God has called you to do. Don't worry about the naysayers. Don't worry about your mockers, because you're going to have them. Jesus had them. They mocked him. They lied on him. Falsely accused him. They did all those things to the Son of God. So that tells us that we will be done the same way. 
The Bible said men are the afflictions of the righteous, but God, what? He delivered us out of them all. Now, Jesus had a purpose, a purpose greater than yourself. You got a purpose that's greater than yourself. And that's the church. You got to learn how to serve. You know, the Bible had to be fulfilled. And so all the things that were done was the fulfillment of the prophecies of the prophet of old. That Jesus would come, he would die for our sins, and he would be crucified. And he would rise again on the third day. And he did all of those things. But when he was upon the earth in the flesh, as the, as the man named Jesus, he was just like you and I. He had feelings. He had emotions. He had all of those things. And he needed the power of the Holy Spirit to do the work. Just like you and I need the power of the Holy Spirit to do the work. He's what keeps us. So we got to trust in God and continue to do the work. Even if they put you on trial, even if you don't have one person listen to you, the angels in heaven are listening, and God is listening to you. He hears you. He sees you. He knows your heart towards him. And doing the work, don't worry about your name. Don't worry about your hater. Don't worry about them church folks and them church goers. That name just on the rope. Don't worry about them. Don't worry about what to do. Because going to church ain't going to get you in the heaven. Just because you got a big church, and most people want pulpit ministry, but uh, Jesus, the Son of God, the Christ, he walked around doing the work of ministry, and he did it without walls. Now, he went into the synagogue. I hear you. But he didn't have a building. The people were the church. The people that he healed and delivered, the people were the church. We got it twisted. The people, the body of Christ is the church of God. He is not coming back for a building. He is coming back for the people. Jesus came for the people. When they hung him on that cross, between the male factor, the word calling, that just simply meant that they were criminals that had committed a crime. But Jesus hadn't committed no crime. But they found him guilty. How do you find somebody guilty that ain't done nothing? Now, see, that's chopping up charges on people. They chopped up charges on Jesus. He ain't did nothing. He was a righteous and a just man. But he died for the world. That's why God so loved the world. He sent his son to die for our sins. They put him on trial. They said, crucify him, crucify him. Let the blood, his blood be on their hand. That was the wrong thing to say. But they said it. They sold them seeds out of their own mouth. They rose up against the Son of God. Well, I tell you, I want you to be encouraged. Every day is a good day. And everything is a good thing. 
when it comes to the things of God. Believe in God and know that God is with you. If he calls you to do the work, he will protect you. He will provide for that ministry. He will make sure that you have everything you need to do that ministry. Don't get caught up in numbers. Don't get caught up in thinking you got to have a building. Do the work as God has called you to do the work. No matter, they're going to put you on trial. They're going to do it. They're going to say you ain't called. They're going to say women ain't called in ministry. They're going to tell you that you're too old. They're going to tell you ain't nobody going to follow your ministry. Ain't nobody ain't about nobody following you. It's about doing the work. It ain't about no no title on your name. It says, there ain't no titles in ministry. We operate in offices, in ministry. All of us are called to serve. Jesus was serving the people. He was serving the people. That's what he come for. And he knew that he was going to have to go, go through all that. He knew what the truth was. Now, if he had a told Pilate, he wouldn't have understood it. Anyway, sometimes, you know what? When people put you on trial, you need to just walk away because they ain't going to understand you know what. You don't owe them no explanation of who you are in God or what God called you to do. If they don't believe in your ministry, so what? As possible, they ain't got no heaven or hell to put you in. You are responsible for doing what God has called you to do, whether they put you on front street, whether they put you on trial, whatever they say. That's all right. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Continue to do the work of God. Stay on the wall. I want to encourage you to stay on the wall. And if you are doing ministry, As Jesus was doing ministry, don't do ministry by yourself. You need leadership. You need to be up under somebody's covering. You need somebody to to lead you and guide you, pray for you. You need somebody that can tell you what God is saying for you to do so you won't be all out there in left lane. Because let me tell you something. In the religious organizations, they will have you operate in offices that you ain't even called to be in, and you'll be getting attacked. And you won't even know why. They won't even teach you how to pray. They won't even teach you how to do what you need to do because they're sitting there waiting on you to fall because people can see what's the, the, the anointing on your life. Some uh, will tell you, well, oh, I hope you be all that, that um, you call to be. I, I hope you can do all that. Well, why ain't they helping you? They religious leaders, chief apostles, and all they have chief apostles, chief priests, chief this. Okay, wait well, <laughs> no, nah, here today. They won't help you. But there are some good there's some good leaders out there and I just happen to have two that I just love. I love my I love my leaders. I, I, I love the two people. And but but them they have helped me do and learn ministry and how to deal what I need to do. Uh, and how I need to do it. So I want to encourage you, if you don't have a leader and you're trying to do ministry and you know that God has called you and people will come and say, God ain't called. So I want to encourage you to get in contact with Pastor Joseph, Prophetess, Apostle, Apostle, Prophet Yvonne Round, and you can connect with them there on Facebook, amen, and they will help you. You need a covering. You need somebody to help you do the work of ministry because Ministry is not easy. 
It's not easy. And you need a covering. You need to be under a covering with somebody that is walking in the way of the Lord. Amen. And I want to encourage you to do that. I want to encourage you to get a contact pastor and apostle so that you can have somebody that will pray for you, that will support you in ministry. Because today, a lot of people are not supporting people in ministry. They are building and bigger and bigger churches. And they have great, great following. They have many people following them, but you know they don't know all of them. They probably don't even know half of the people in their church. But I want to encourage you to get connected to this ministry. Get connected. Stay connected to Without Walls. When I said this ministry, I'm talking about Without Walls Worldwide Ministry. I am under the leadership of Pastor Joseph and Apostle Prophet Yvonne Ryle. I'm on a, their leadership, and I want you to get it because I know that it's hard. People people will, when you're ready to give your life to Christ for real, for real, for real, even if you're not really doing like being and operating in an office and you just, just stay trying to do the work, they will put you on trial. They will put you on trial. And so you need somebody to help you along the way. So I want to encourage you to get connected to Without Walls Worldwide Ministry and all the ministries that are up under the leadership of pastor and apostle. And I I, I guarantee you that your life will change. Remember that, you know, when Jesus, he he was just as much man as he was God. And so he went through a lot of things in ministry, and he left in the word of God things that we will go through and how to deal with the things. And we have to know the word for ourselves. We can't just not know of him. Like he asked Pilate, how do you know me, in other words? Did you hear of me or did you hear of me? Some people will hear of you or hear about you, but they don't really know you. And they already done judge you, and they don't even know you. And that's the way they did Jesus. They ain't know Jesus. You know, if they really knew the word of God, they really knew the scripture, they would have known him. If, if God was truly their father, they would have known who Jesus was. But they missed it because they were so all caught up in their own self, in their own religious spirit, in their own religious mind, envious and jealous of someone else's work. That's why we should never step out in ministry if God has not called us to do it. We can't be the wit one. We got to be the sent one. We got to be sent, chosen, and called by God. We cannot do as Jesus did if we were not called and chosen by the Almighty God to do the work of ministry. We got to get it right. No degree, no theology degrees. God must call you and choose you to do the work of ministry. Because you want to have the anointing. You want to have the power of the Holy Spirit. You want to have all of those things doing the work of ministry. We got to get it right, y'all. We got to get it right. Know that God is the only one can call and choose anybody for doing ministry. He's the only one that can do that. No no man can't do that. No woman can do that. But you need to be in a place, as I said earlier, on a ministry where people can help you be in the right place with God. 
Because you don't want to be all out there willy-nilly doing stuff you ain't got no business doing, and you're not called to it. Because if you're not, you're going to be on trial. You're going to be on trial even with that. So I want to encourage you today to, to let's get it right. Let's get it right and do what God is calling us to do. Yeah, we're going to go through something. You're going to pay a price. Jesus paid a price for our salvation. We're going to pay a price when we say, that God has called us to do the work of ministry, yes, we are going to be put on trial. But God has promised that he will deliver us from them all. And remember, you don't have to answer every question to everybody. You don't have to prove yourself to nobody. If God has called you to do the work, even when you're on trial, he will demonstrate his power. He will establish you. Will you let God establish your ministry? Will you let him establish who you are? You don't have to prove yourself to anybody. Let God establish your ministry. Yes, they're going to say God ain't called you. They're going to do it now. And they're going to accuse you of doing stuff that you're not doing, just as they did Jesus. And, yeah, they're going to crucify you with their tongue. They're going to do a lot of other evil things against you. But you got to know that God is with you. And so we just thank God for the word of God to help us to see and know that God is with us. And if he called us to the word, yeah, we're going to go through some stuff. He already told us that we would in the word. But we got to be faithful and committed to the word. That was very true. What the Bible said, many are chosen, many, many are chosen, but many are called, but very few are chosen. Because most people, when they're put on trial, they go back to their old ways or they turn away from God and, and, and they turn away from the works, they fall from grace and many other things. But you got to learn how to endure in your trial. You have to learn how to endure in the trial. Your faith will be tested. People will come to stop the work of your ministry. They will come to break it up, to cause division in it, doing the work of God. You're going to be on trial. People will testify against you. Like they did Jesus, they testified against him. He had witness against him, all kind of foolishness. And the same thing with us. The devil will put you on trial. But we got to get it right and stay on the wall. Don't come off the wall. You're doing a good work. Stay on the wall. Even, Even though you're being put on trial, you stay focused on Jesus. And don't worry about what they're doing. Don't worry about what your naysayers are doing. Don't worry about your marker. Let them go on market. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about those who are witness against you and lying on you and falsely accusing on you. Jesus had no fault in him. Even the king, uh, Pilate, Harold, can find nothing wrong with Jesus. Not nothing for him to die for. 
They couldn't find nothing. So long as you know that you're living right and doing right, then you ain't got to prove nothing to nobody. You keep living for Jesus, and you keep doing the work. Please God and not man. Please God and not man. Do not be fearful when you're put on trial. Because when they deliver you up, in that same hour, our God will speak for you. The Holy Spirit will speak through your mouth. He will speak for you in that same self-hour. So you're not alone. Keep doing the word. Amen to God be the glory. We got to keep doing the work of God and know that God is with us everywhere we go. We have a Savior that died and rose again for us that we might have life. Amen. To God be all of the glory. I want to go ahead and do the um, the invitation to Christ. If you don't know the Lord, I want to encourage you today to give your life to Christ. You know, people will put you on trial. That's where you're saving and unsaved. And we need Jesus. We all need Jesus. And he came, he lived, he died, and rose again for all of us, that all of us might have life through the Son of God. And that's why the Bible tells us that God so loved the world that he sent his Son. It's in Jesus that we might have eternal life. If you are not saved today, my brother or my sister, I want to encourage you today to give your life to Christ while the blood is yet running warm in your veins. Give your life. If you will say this prayer, Lord, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I believe that you lived, you died, and you rose again just for me. I repent of my sin with a godly sorrow. I turn from my evil ways, my wicked ways. I turn from sin. Thank you, Lord, for shedding your blood for me. Thank you for your body that was broken for me, that I might be made whole. If you said this prayer and you honestly do repent of your sin, I want to welcome you to the body of Christ. And if you're a church goer or backslide, I want to encourage you also just to ask the Lord to, Lord, save me. And repent of your sin and turn from those sins and come back and start back doing what you were doing for God. Amen. And if you're a church goer and your name gets on the road, you need to get saved. You've got to get saved. Because being on the church road, it does not save you. You must be born again. You must know Jesus. You can't know of him or somebody told you about him. you got to know him for yourself. Being on the church road and working in the church and paying the biggest tithe and whatever you do in the church, whatever people are doing now, you got to be saved. You got to know Jesus for yourself. So I want to encourage you to say, Lord, save me. And let's get it right. Because the Son of Man is soon to come, and we want to be ready when he comes. And if you said those prayers, whether you was uh, or whether you're a new believer, a churchgoer that got saved or real, or back backslider, we want to encourage you to just inbox. You can inbox. Um, my pastor or prophetess, apostle, or you can inbox me as well there on 
Facebook. All of us have Facebook pages. You can also inbox Elder uh, Evangelist Bertha Askew and Prophetess Martha Williams as well, Pathetic Corner. You can inbox any of us, and we should be able to help you. Amen. Because we want to get you discipleship, and if you're in ministry, we want to encourage you not to, as a possible, say, don't have that long range of spirit, because you do need somebody to help you along the way. Amen. To be to God be the glory. Want to encourage you to do that. Want to encourage you to do that today. Amen. To God be the glory. Welcome to the body of Christ. We do encourage you to get your Bible. I began to read it, starting the four Gospels, amen, to God be the glory, starting the four Gospels and began to develop your relationship with Christ, amen. And we are here to help you, amen. All you need to do is inbox us, amen, and we will get back to you. We want to thank you for being a part of the service today. Uh, Voice of Truth is here every Sunday from 630 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. That's Eastern Standard Time here on Block Talk Radio. We are the second half of the hour of power. The first half of the hour of power is with Prophetess Martha Williams, and she's on the air live from 5 o'clock to 6 o'clock on Block Talk Radio. They call us the hour of power. Amen. So we want to encourage you to get connected to the hour of power. Amen. Get connected. You can follow us there on Facebook, Voice of Truth, or Pathetic Corner. You can also follow us on Block Talk Radio as well. We have for you on Tuesday night my leaders, Pastor Joseph and Apostle Prophet Yvonne Wow. One word from the Lord on Block Talk Radio. They're on the air live at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They always come for the powerful word of God. And I want to encourage you to get connected and stay connected to these ministries. God is going to do a great and mighty work with these ministers, amen. This is the real deal over here, amen. These are real people, amen. To God be the glory. We want to encourage you to get connected to them. We want to uh, ask all the guys, amen, get connected to Pastor there. Follow him there on Facebook, Pastor Joseph Riley, amen. Want to, if you need him, you can just inbox him there, and he'll get back with you, amen. Calling for men, amen, to God be all the glory. We want to encourage you to do that. If you need mentor, you need a mentor, you need a life coach, you need a marriage counselor, you need godly counsel. Amen. Uh, you need financial counsel. Whatever you need, they can do it. Amen. Uh, so I want to encourage you to, to get connected to their ministry and stay connected. And for the the, the young man that needs uh, some leadership, amen, I want to encourage you to inbox Pastor Joseph there on Facebook, Wild, and that's R-O-W-E. LL and inbox him there and he'll get back with you. Amen. To God be the glory. I pray that you will be obedient to that. God is trying to get you some help. You say you want some help. Now God is trying to give you some help. So I want to encourage you to do that and do it today. Amen. Because you don't need to be trying to do ministry by by yourself. Amen. You need a covering. Amen. To God be the glory. On Saturdays we have Elder Evangelist Bertha Askew, she's live on the air at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Saturday. Always come with a powerful word, powerful woman of God. God is going to do some great work through Elder. Mm. 
power. It's going to be off the chain. I want to encourage you to get connected to her ministry. You can follow the, her there, Faith Come by Hearing Ministry, there on Facebook. And you can also follow her on Block Talk Radio under Without Walls Worldwide Ministry. When you follow Without Walls Worldwide Ministry, you are following one word from the Lord and Stay calm by hearing ministry. Amen. To God be the glory. We want to encourage you also uh, to to sow your offerings into the ministry. We have to give you the opportunity to give, and because it is a blessing in giving, and so we want to encourage you to do that. You know, we can't beat God's giving, so I want to encourage you today. You know, sow what God is telling you to sow. And so in the ministry that he is telling you to sow. I'm not saying that you got to sow in, in voice of truth, but whatever ministry God is telling you to sow in, you need to sow that because it's something always attached to whatever he's telling you to sow. He tells us to bring the first fruit into his house so that there will be meat in our house, that our barns will be, be filled with plenty and abundance. And in order to do that, we have to have a seed in the ground, and we have to give you the opportunity to sow. You know, we want to we, we sow into many other things. We need to sow in fertile ground. This is fertile ground. We're not going to tell you how much to sow or whatever. God himself will tell you how much to sow. And so if he's telling you to sow in pathetic corners, sow in pathetic corner. whatever he's telling you to do. If he's telling you to do it in one word from the Lord, do that. Faith come by hearing, do that. Sow the seed because it has something attached to it that you need. And not that you know you're not buying anything for God, but he already owned the money anyway. And that tenth is his anyway. So I want to encourage you to do that. Put your money in the kingdom. We put enough money in the world. Come and put some money in the kingdom. Amen. And so when you do that, we want to offer. We want you to become a, a wild partner for an offer of twenty five dollars or more. You can become a wild partner that put you on our prayer list, and they will pray for you. It will give you many other persons that you'll receive different things and uh, encouragement, words of encouragement during the week. And it just brings forth a lot of things when you partner with a ministry that is um, ordained by God. And so I want to encourage you to do that. I want to encourage you to become a monthly partner if you want to give a one-time offering, if you want to give a weekly offering. Whatever God is telling you to give it, give it to whatever ministry that God is telling you to give it to. And so we want to encourage you to do that. Know that um, that you can never be God's giving. I keep coming back to it. You can never be God's giving. You can never be. If we, we, when we take care of God's ministry, he tells us in the word, take it. I'm going to kind of paraphrase a little bit. If we so and put our first fruit in, into his ministry, all of our needs shall be supplied according to the riches and the glory of Christ Jesus. He will keep back the devour for us. So I want to encourage you to do that. 
And I want to encourage you to do that today. Amen. I want to encourage you to do that. You know, a lot of times we, we sow much more seeds into the world and we eat out and we do all of these different things. But when it comes to the thing of God, we don't want to sow into the ministry. We got to get it right. Our blessing is in sowing and in giving. So I want to encourage you to do that. You're not giving it unto us, but you're giving it to the work of God so that the work of God can go on and the work will be done. So I want to encourage you to do that, and I want to encourage you to do that today. Amen. You can inbox pastor and apostle. You can inbox uh, prophet's monster, elder, or myself, and we will tell you how to do that. You can go on Block Talk Radio, and you can give to Without Walls there. You can also give... Uh, to Voice of Truth there on my Facebook pages. Uh, just follow the prompt, and it'll tell you how to do it there. And you can also do it on Block Talk Radio as well. We want to encourage you to do that and to do it today. Amen. To God be the glory. We do want to encourage you to stay connected to these ministries. Follow, connect. Uh, the ministry, you don't have to send us a friend request. You can just follow us there on on Facebook. You follow us on any one of these ministries, you can follow us there. So we want to thank God for you doing that and being obedient to that. We're going to go ahead and get out of here in Jesus' name. And now to him that is able to teach you from Father and to present you Father before his presence of his Glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God, I say, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Amen. You have a blessed week in the name of the Lord. We love you. Bye-bye.